Hello and welcome back to Teacher Let Your Light Shine. If you are new with us, welcome. We are so grateful you are here. Today's episode is going to give you an end in mind snapshot of what it's like to run a micro school and celebrate at the end. Now, this episode is coming at you at the very next day after our school year has ended. This is an episode that I am really cherishing because I cannot believe that it's been two years since we've had our micro school and just being able to sit back and reflect and decompress and look at in this one moment of having an end of the year celebration with families, volunteers, community members, it just takes everything that you've done throughout the year, put it into a package and you just look at it and you're like, wow, what a gift. What a gift it is to build a school that started out in your living room in the midst of a pandemic when it felt as if this was a far out dream that really was never going to surpass. What? This episode is for you to take what I'm sharing with you, our end of the year celebration so that you can see what does it look like after a year to come together and to celebrate. I also want to share with you the difference in this year's celebration compared to last year's celebration. And then I'm going to tell you what I think it could end up looking like in the future, which could like make me swallow really hard. <laughs> and I hope most importantly that for those of you who are going, oh my gosh, I really want to do this. What does this actually look like? Because I think that when you come together at the end of something, it's very apparent. All of the work, the sacrifice, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the happiness, the memories, it all comes together. And it's like, wow, this is why I do this. This is why I want other people to experience this. This is what parents are setting back going, This is why I chose this for my child. So without further ado, get out your pen, get out your notebook, because you're going to want to take notes, even if you don't have a quote unquote school yet, or even if you just have two kids in your living room, or even if you're a homeschool parent thinking you may want to do this later, it doesn't matter. You don't have to feel as if you have to have a school and a building to make this happen. I started out frantically enrolling students within 60 days of starting a micro school, never even knowing if I was going to have an end of the year celebration. Hello. And then having year one celebration and then year two celebration. So I just want you to know that I say this all the time. Don't despise small beginnings. And if you're, I have nine people right now that are saying yes to building their school this coming year or their tutoring business because you never know what you're starting out as and what it could possibly turn into. I think that it's so important, even if you are having a tutoring business, that you take these moments at the end of the year or at a, at a given time and you just have a celebration for the families who poured into you. It's such a great way to increase your community involvement, to spread the word of your business. But I want everyone to know that no matter what you're building, it's so imperative that you take a moment to have a celebration. And if you are just, like I said, starting out, you've not even said yes yet. You're just wondering, is this for you? I think having a look at what it could look like in the end would make you say, 
I'm ready, or I think that this is worth it, or I think I really can't do this. So let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. All right, everybody, let's start off by saying, I'm so grateful for each of you who have taken the time to join our Facebook group. You will find so much insight, encouragement. You'll find so much joy and community within this group of people who are just ready to pour into each other. I'm so grateful for the people that we have in our group that have really worked to maintain friendships, relationships, helping one another. It's been an incredible journey. I'm so grateful that you're with us. If you're not with us already, just head on over to Facebook. It's Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. You just type that in. You'll find us. If you're thinking, okay, I'm in this group, but what's my next step? I highly suggest that you ask the questions in the group. Connect with people in our group. I'm telling you right now, the greatest lesson and the hardest lesson that I've learned in building a micro school that I never even knew was going to turn into a micro school was this. You need people. And I'm here to say that if you're an introvert, you need people. If you're an extrovert, you need people. We need each other. We cannot do this alone. So start asking the question. Start reaching out to people. There is no silly question. If you feel like you're behind compared to everybody else, oh, no, 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 you are not. You get in there. We are here to serve everybody. who We've got people who've started a micro school, people who are beginning, people who have started a tutoring business, people who are going, what is all this about? Some people who are just homeschooling. Some people who are just going, what? I'm a parent and I can do this? You can. So start going in, asking the questions. We're there to help you. I know it can feel intimidating whenever you get into a group because you don't know what to say or if it's right or wrong, but we're here to help serve you. Now, I also want to say if you're ready for something, but you don't know what your next step is, book a clarity session with me. It's summertime. You need to get yourself in a situation where you get more clarity. Get your answers your questions answered, get a time frame, get a map, get some mentorship about what it is that you need in order to move forward. Or is this the right time? How can we make it the right time? How can we space things out to get you started either in the fall or next year? How can we go step by step? I take you through, I give you three 
big goals. I give you priorities. I give you strategies and I help you crunch the numbers. I help get, help you in any way that you need it. But I always want to walk away with each of you making sure you have a plan. So you can go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching or just head on over to our website so you can see all that's offered. And then if you are ready even after that and you're like, okay, I want to start working on this business. I've got another year. Then definitely head over and snag www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop all of the documents that you would need to help you get started and be able to use those documents to market your school. All right, so here we go. Our end of the year celebration. Now, let me just recap a little bit and remind you that when I started Lighthouse Learning, this was was not coincidental, but the timing was so godly. It was a divine intervention. So I wanted to pull away from public school. I was scared. I was nervous. I wanted to homeschool my daughters. I was scared. I was nervous. But I also knew that I needed community and I didn't want to do it alone. So I thought, I wonder if I can homeschool my daughters and homeschool other kids during this time. That's what ended up happening. Even throughout the year, I gained a couple more students. And then we had our end of the year celebration. So I had my first micro school in our house, and I still do, in our living room and in our den, and of course onto our back porch. That was year one. So we had our end of the year celebration, and it was so sweet. It was all of the families. There were tons of tears. I could not hold it together. We, you know, just physically thinking about the space, we had it at our local park in our neighborhood, which is where we go pretty much every day for lunch. So it was great. The families came, the kids all played. We gathered together underneath the pavilion. We ordered food, which by the way, year one, we ran out of food. Yeah, we ran out of food. We gave awards to each child. Each child was able to come up and I would speak about each child. Every child that came up, I would just cry, cry, cry. I was just a hot mess express, friends. I was just a hot mess express. And I was doing this last year with my mother-in-law who helped me part-time. She did not um, do this this year. She was a substitute for us our second year, but she didn't really speak at the at the celebration. My husband, I was supposed to let him speak, but I was so nervous that I just talked the whole time and didn't give him a chance to speak. So this year, I really wanted to change it. But the first year was precious in itself. We were able to celebrate eight students graduating. We had a wonderful time. The cupcakes were melting. The icing was melting. We live in Florida. It, it, was, it was just cute. It was great. People were appreciative. It wasn't anything fancy. Of course, I was trying to make sure that I stayed within a budget. I had Dollar Tree balloons, Dollar Tree tablecloths, and then I had pizza and some veggie trays and some cupcakes that were melting, some cookies. I mean, nobody cared. Nobody judged. They still sent their kids back the next year. But it just goes to show, do not despise small beginnings. Now, each child that came up year one, they would come up. We gave them, I I went overboard, to be honest with you. I gave them like four awards plus a graduation certificate. I talked about every single award. The celebration lasted from for about two hours, which was still great because 
we were in a location that children could play, but everyone was very attentive. I'm just looking back and I'm reflecting on that first year and I just think I'm so grateful for it. I I wouldn't change anything about it other than the fact that of course I changed the next year, but I just look at it and I'm like, wow, look, look where we've come from, you know, never even knowing. Honestly, I didn't even know if we were going to have a celebration the very first year. I, I mean, I, I knew that we should, but I was thinking, you know, I, whenever I first started, I didn't even think about having an end of the year celebration. I was just thinking about getting kids in August and then surviving in September and then doing it again in October. And then February came and I'm like, okay, I definitely need to make sure that I have a celebration. And you know what else I did that I did not do this year? I actually did it differently. Was I made a photo album for each child with 200 printed pictures because I wanted them to have a yearbook. Now, do you all know how long it takes to make one, to just to print off 200 photos? Now do that times eight. That's 1,600 photos. And I had them printed and I put them into photo albums. And I'm telling you right now, I'm just going to go ahead and say that was awful. But it was also awesome. The parents were surprised when they came. They had this beautiful photo album and the kids had all signed it like a yearbook because I didn't know what to do, but I wanted them to have a keepsake. But this year I turned it around. I work smarter, not harder, friends. So let's talk about that. Year two, 12 families. We had over 50 people. We had 51 people at the park exactly. I had more volunteers this year and I had an assistant this year as well. So I did still have, let me just go ahead and tell you how it all started. We got out of school at 3.30 and the one thing that I did this year is I made sure I had everybody given a task. My husband was super man. I this year said, no way will I ever try to do that again. Honey, I want you to be a part of this. And he wants to be a part of it. A lot of times our spouses don't know how to be a part of it because we don't tell them what to do because we just, it's our gig. It's our thing, but they want to know how to help. We just need to tell them what to do. He made sure he got the karaoke machine so that everybody could hear us. He went and got all of the food. He went and got all of the drinks, packed the cooler, ran back and forth, ran back and forth, got tables to set up. Now we had picnic tables, but we needed a couple extra tables to set awards out on. And so we had a couple tables. My sister-in-law was like, order these tablecloths from Amazon. And I'm like, those are $25 tablecloths and they're white. And she's like, get the nice tablecloths. <laughs> and I'm like, but it doesn't matter. And she's like, get the nice tablecloths. They're stain resistant. You can use them over and over. And I'm like, okay, all right, got it. So we did, we got four of them. Well, actually I was in a pack of two. So they were really just $12.50, but I'm like, you know, I could use some really ni- nice white tablecloths. They washed up very well and I'll use them over and over next year. So I'm not just going to Dollar Tree, you know, come on. Years and years they'll last. And she made these beautiful hula hoop decor that had balloons around them. So I outsourced someone to help me decorate. How much did I spend on that? I bought four tablecloths and then she donated her time and her resources as a gift to our school. Beautiful. Then I had for my volunteers, 
So that was really the only decorations we had. We had white tablecloths. I used some of our fold-up tables. We also brought our TV and our laptop so that we could have, instead of a photo album, we had a YouTube video link of our school, like a video slideshow with music in the background. You guys know Madison Ansel. She's in our Facebook group. She is my digital marketing manager that helps me with Teacher Light Your Light Shine. She does do a little bit of help with Lighthouse Learning, but that's still my baby that I take care of. But I'm learning how to outsource to her because I got a lot of things going on with two businesses and my husband's business. So I've learned to really ask for help. Now, I still gave the students a little photo album, but it was not no 200 photos. I ordered little photo albums off Amazon for $12. So I had 12 students. So it was a dollar for the photo album. And then I printed out from CVS for like 20 cents, a picture of every single student, and then a couple group photos with like volunteers and us as a school. So each child had 25 photos in their album. And then they had 11 autographs or 12 autographs for each friend. And then from me and Mrs. Ansel, my assistant. So that was their little yearbook. They at least had a picture of every single child in our school. And they had a autograph from every child in the school, plus some group photos. They also had a CD with that video slideshow that had, and they just, it was so cute. They wanted to keep watching it and watching it and watching it. And they'd go home and watch it on YouTube and It was just a really great keepsake for the families to have. That was the photo album. So it was something tangible plus the CD plus the families can access it on YouTube. So I'll actually go into our Facebook group and share that beautiful link to our YouTube channel so that you can see, not our YouTube channel. Well, it's Teacher Let Your Light Shine YouTube channel, but we just uploaded our school video And I would love for you to just to see it because you may even want something like that for your school next year. And Madison is an incredible person to do it. All she did was she got on my Lighthouse Learning page and she pulled those those videos, or I'm sorry, those pictures and created that video because that's not my jam. I can't do that with the amount of time that I have and I don't know how to and I don't want to learn that. That's just not for me. And so the one thing that I hope that you all hear from me is that I outsourced I can't afford not to outsource. The first year, I thought I can't afford to outsource, but then I realized, no, I can't afford to outsource. And the moment that I started outsourcing, the more financial blessing that I received, just so you know, I just want to say this again. The more I outsourced, the more I gave, the more I stopped worrying about the finances and the this, the more financial increase God blessed me with. That's for a whole nother episode, folks, okay? A whole nother episode. But I want to give him the glory for that. Now, that means that the students walked away with a photo album, a CD. They also made a little memory book. It was just like a little two-pager that I got off Teachers Pay Teachers, but the parents loved it. We tied some ribbon around it. And then I gave each family a thank you card. So that was just a really awesome moment as well to just sit on my back porch and just pour out my heart and thank families for all that they have done to sacrifice time, energy, and resources for their children to be with us. So important that we give thanks to those who support us and thanks to those who sacrifice. In addition, I wanted to really give a good thank you to our volunteers. 
So I made sure to give them flowers. I love flowers. Made sure to give them some flowers and I made sure to give them a thank you card and a little gift inside and to stand up and have them recognized. My first year, I didn't have volunteers, but let me tell you, I'm so grateful I did year two and I will not go another year without volunteers. So just be thinking of that, who you could have in their retired teacher volunteers. So cute. But there's other people who would want to volunteer if you even just put it out there. People be like, oh my gosh, sure, I'd love to come for an hour or two hours. And I think it's healthy and it's good for you to connect with people outside of your business that will come in and pour into you and your, your students. So we started off the night with my husband. I said, honey, I would like for you to do the talking, most of the talking, which is interesting because obviously, you know, I love to talk. But I knew that I had a lot of things going on. I did not want to continue to be the one who got the spotlight. I was like, this is way more than about me and about our students. It's about all of us coming together as a village. Plus, my husband is here, not working here at our school or he doesn't even work from home, but he pops in and out and he is an intricate part because I would not have this if it wasn't for him. So this year, and it's interesting because he's quiet and he's not one who likes public speaking, but by golly, he rose up to the occasion. He did an incredible job bringing all the families together, you know, at the very start, thanking them, thanking the volunteers, thanking me, giving some shout outs. And then I had a microphone as well and just kind of played off of that. Now, it's interesting because I did, I did cry at one point through the celebration of giving out awards. I cried when my very first student had walked up because it just was like, oh my gosh, this was the student. She was my very first student and it all began with her. So I got emotional in that moment, but I truly believe that having someone else up there speaking allowed me to stay in control. It allowed me not to just, again, be a hot mess express, okay? So maybe think of that you know, who else could you have speak with you? I also had my assistant so that I didn't have to think of all of the things to say to the students as they walked up and gave the awards. She, her and I just kind of ping pong back, back and forth. So what we did was we started off, my husband spoke, we gave thanks to our volunteers, thanks to our assistant. They each came up, we recognized them. My husband prayed, we had dinner. What did we have for dinner? Oh, this is good. We got chicken tenders, We actually asked the kids what they wanted. We got chicken tenders from Publix. We got some little wraps from Publix. We got four large cheese pizzas. We got two veggie trays, pretzels, and cookies from Costco. I'm like, I'm not having those cupcakes melting again. We're just keeping it simple and we're getting cookies. We didn't have no fancy catering. Okay, I took the chicken tenders and I cut them in half so that they could go even further. And guess what? We did not run out of food. We did not. We actually had some leftovers. And we had some pretzels too, by the way. So just kid friendly. We got bottles of water and we got Capri Suns. That's it. That's it. I mean, parents knew that I had given this as a gift. They're not going to judge. And if they do, well, so be it, friends. Because listen, when you're starting a business, you've got to let go of what people are going to think of you and the people pleasing, or you're just going to run yourself ragged. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. 
I'm doing the best that I can. We show up with servant hearts. And if anybody, if it's not as fancy as what other people want it to be fancy at, who cares? Then, you know, there will be people for you. There will be people against you. But let me just say this. God is so good and he will bring the people that are for you. And nobody cares if you have plastic tablecloths or or really nice tablecloths, except my sister-in-law, okay? (laughs) But the most important thing is this, that you just show up and you celebrate all of the accomplishments. You celebrate the time that the kids had at your school. It gives parents an insight to what they have been paying for and pouring over for the past year. It just is such a beautiful moment to just come together and have a time where we get to reflect and celebrate the achievements and the success. We also share our vision. We're told the parents that we were looking for another location if they could help us out, which of course our parents already knew that. I do send a weekly email, but it's just great to have everyone together. The greatest lesson that I learned even from this year was asking for help. And there was just a village of people who came together and helped us. We did this from 5.30 till 7 and then everyone hung out. Some of them left at around 8 o'clock. It was right down the street. So, And then my husband and I came home and we just sat at the kitchen table and we were just like, wow, that was awesome. That was great. That was so worth it. You need moments like this to keep you grounded, to make you say, you know, that was really worth it. This is good. There's good things coming. This is a fruitful moment. And, you know, I also learned the second greatest lesson that I learned is that we need to do more of this. We need to not just wait till the end of the year to do the celebration. So I'm thinking this coming year that I want to make sure that we have a moment even mid-year where the families come together and, and almost like a potluck instead of it being something that I'm providing and the parents are showing up with their students and are kind of surprised. I want it to be a moment where we're fellowshipping together So my goal is to have an event, possibly in November, like a Friendsgiving, where every family member will bring something for a potluck and we all go back to the park and we just fellowship and we get to know one another. And I think that it provides such a beautiful chance for community. I think it also helps you to be able to even give more information about your school for them to, you know, parents are busy. And then when they get to finally sit down and just, connect with people that share the same vision of their children and in an alternative education and appreciate it. It's like, they're like, okay, yeah, I do know someone else who could come here. Or yeah, I do know of a location or yeah, I do know this, or it makes them feel a part of it. We have to make sure that we're making people feel a part. Now we still have to have boundaries, of course, but just keeping that in mind. So if I could do it for next year, my plan is to have in November, like a fellowship Friendsgiving and maybe even something, you know, in February. I don't know. I I haven't even thought about anything like that specifically, but definitely in November and then maybe in February, just a day at the park where we come together and let the kids play. You know, it is Florida. So February is a little bit cooler, maybe in March where we have like a game day with all of the families. I mean, isn't that fun? My first year, I would have never thought about that. And I'm not suggesting that you do all of that your first year. But I want you to know that each year, I just continue to add a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more. Don't get overwhelmed thinking you've got to do all of this. Because remember, 
My first year, we didn't do anything other than have the end of the year celebration. Yep. And my next year, we did it a little bit better and we had more volunteers and we had more outreach into the community. And so each year you're going to get stronger. You're going to get better. You're going to get more resources. And I really hope that this gives you an insight of what it can look like for you because it's such a wonderful way to leave a legacy, not just for your families, but for so many more families in the generations to come. I hope that I see you over in our Facebook group. Don't forget that if you need to just hash some things out, book a clarity session with me. And if you're ready to go, go over to teachersletyourlightshine.com shop and get a hold of those documents because that's your very first real big step in getting this to start happening. I'll see you soon. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.